There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Guy by the name of Armando Marcage waits tables at a pretty well-known pizza joint in New York called Patsy's. And earlier this month, lady by the name of Karen Vinicor was there with her adult daughter and did not leave a tip. Uh-oh. That's not very nice. And here is why. If, if you have ever been to Patsy's, the walls of the place are covered in photos of famous people who have been there. Okay. And she asked why there weren't more photos of women. And Armando, you know, we kind of shrugged his shoulders. He's like, I don't know, maybe they don't like pizza as much. And for whatever reason, that just bent their noses out of shape and they didn't like that answer. So they stiffed him and left. Uh, but then Armando, as he's cleaning up the table, he realizes they accidentally left an envelope behind with a cashier's check in it for $424,000. Oh, a cashier's check? Yeah. So he could have just taken that and just gone on a really nice long vacation. Yes, he could have. Wow. He didn't, though, did he? He did not. Hmm. It turned out Karen was looking at apartments in the area. The check was her down payment. And yes, you're right. Armando could have deposited it since it was a cashier's check. But instead, he gave it to his boss so no one else would get their hands on it. So as you can imagine, while all this is going on, Karen eventually realizes that she can't find the check. Um. And she knows what can be done with this check. So she's freaking out as well she should be. She freaked out. Yeah. Especially when her bank said, uh, yeah, so right, so listen to this. She calls the bank, trying to get them to cancel it. Mm-hmm. Her bank said she'd have to wait three months to even try to cancel it. Oh, no. And wow. she is not rich. She's a retired social worker, and that was a huge chunk of her life savings. So the New York Daily News ended up tracking her down after, after they heard about the story. And she offered Armando a very nice tip as a reward. But Armando declined. Really? Yes. He wouldn't accept anything even then? No. Didn't do it for that. You know, it was more important to him to just do the right thing. Do the right thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He'll have some good karma come in his direction. Yeah, so he respectfully declined. Uh, So what she's going to do with the money she would have 
given Armando is she's going to help with school supplies because I guess he's working his way through med school. Mm. And she did apologize for stiffing him. There was this little exchange with the waiter about no women on the wall. Well, there's a bunch of women, but she goes, not as much as should be. It was like, probably women don't like to eat pizza as much. And then, you know, a sense of humor. We have Barbara Walters, Christine Quinn. We have the first ladies. The consensus of opinion was not to give him a tip. And we wrote on the note, uh, women eat pizza. And by the way, have you heard that women don't leave tips? No tip. I'm so grateful that the insult that we gave him did not prevent him from doing the right thing. She was in tears. She was super excited that somebody actually found it and kept it. I offered to give him money. He absolutely would not accept it. Small details like this define us as humans. You know, it's just a small gesture. By the way, in the end, she kind of got what she wanted because they took a photo together and now the restaurant is putting a photo of her on the wall. Very Mm. cool. Yeah. There you go. So that's kind of cool. Don't you guys always wonder how long they leave those pictures up? Like when you go places and they have pictures with people, you're like, how long are you going to leave those up before you start rotating in yeah, other right. folks, you know? Like, weren't you on the wall in New York City? Oh, my goodness, yes. And our promotions guy went and you were still there? And it was years later, like that that photo went up in 1991 or 92 or something <laughs> crazy like that. And I hadn't lived there since, I hadn't been on the radio or worked there since 1993, Joe goes there in like 2000-something. And it was still up. Years later, and that thing was still up. That is funny. I got a chance to go to Blue Ass Chili when uh, Guy Fieri was there. And so there was a picture of me and him on the wall. Oh, really? Above booth six. Oh, nice. That's cool. Is it still there? I don't think it is, no. (laughs) Tim ran this course. Yeah, bye. See ya. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. No. That's when you know you really made it. When you're on a <laughs> restaurant You're wall. not kidding. I was right up there with Peter Jennings. It was pretty cool. <laughs> oh Mom, we have to go to dinner here. <laughs> the food is horrible, but my picture's up on the wall. Uh, hey, a new study just found that more than five cups of coffee a day is bad for your heart. But come on, five cups of coffee a day? That's a lot of coffee. However, as long as you are drinking five cups or less, you ought to be okay. And in that case, if it's five cups or less of coffee, it can actually be good for you. Here are four potential health benefits of caffeine. In moderation, it might be good for your heart. Now, we have had a series of studies that have found that three to four cups of coffee a day can actually lower your risk for heart disease and stroke. Uh, Number two, it actually helps with pain, especially if you pair it with a painkiller. Research shows shows (laughs) that taking ibuprofen with a cup of coffee works better than ibuprofen alone. 
And it can also help with headaches, menstrual cramps, and even pain after you've had surgery. Hmm. Uh, number three, it can improve memory. A uh, study in 2015 found that drinking coffee every day can give you a memory boost. All right. And studies with mice suggest it might even help you avoid Alzheimer's. And nice. finally, caffeine may lower your risk for certain cancers. Uh, it seems that four or five cups a day has been shown to help people battling colon cancer and colorectal cancer. And a 26-year study, they've got 26 years of numbers, of facts and statistics behind this study that the American Cancer Society put out. It found that it could also cut your oral cancer risk in half. Wonderful excuse for an extra cup today. I guess so. I don't know how many ounces I have in this one, but... Is that a 30... It's not a 32 ounce. I don't I know that it's, it's that 24. Many. 24, that's I bet it is. Right. So that would be three cups. That's pretty good. Is that all the coffee you will drink then for the entire day? It is. Yeah. And I like it. I love now that, that now that Duncan has them in the paper cups, it's great because I can nurse it at my own pace and I can heat it up when I want to and... Not it's working for you. It. It's working great for me. Wonderful. Uh, I love this story. There's a nine-year-old boy in Boston who has autism, and you know he's the kind of kid who's not very expressive. And he went to a performance, the Boston Symphony Orchestra, last week, and there's this quiet moment at the end of a, of a Mozart piece where, you know, people kind of let it sink in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this kid said, wow. <laughs> in that quiet right moment. In the middle. And the I whole auditorium him. heard it and laughed. And here's, here's a clip <laughs> of the audio. This is, this is the song ending. This is the Mozart piece ending. And you hear... that's pretty cool yeah and it's it's actually a pretty big deal because the parents you know were mentioning how much this kid loves music and Mm -hmm. uh, it was kind of rare for this kid to speak up and be so expressive he's always loved music he's always loved watching music videos and it particularly like instruments in person now we don't hear words often from him so just such a like genuine unprompted response like that was really really special we're glad he's he's providing so much joy for others because he does for us every day well take that kid to more concerts right yeah (laughs) wow that's a different kind of wow jeff that's a whole nother kind of wow Uh, happening there i hear you All right, so Alicia met Brandon at a mutual friend's birthday party. That's the greatest thing. When you go to a party, you meet someone who's really cool. You feel like there's a connection. You're vibing. Great conversation. So they exchanged numbers. He called the next day, took her out to dinner. They had this great dinner with this great view at Prima Vista. Even better conversation than the last time they saw each other. And that was pretty much it. The night just kind of ended. They both came in separate cars. They went their separate ways. And I don't know, Alicia, you kind of said it just sort of ended like, okay, bye. You waited for him to take the lead and he didn't make a move, right? Right. Okay. So here we are two weeks later, wondering what happened to Brandon. And Alicia can't think of anything that happened on the date that might be sending him running. So we're just going to call him and ask. 
ask him ourselves. You ready? All right, yeah, yeah. All right, let's do it. Hello? Hi, can we speak to Brandon, please? This is Brandon. Who's this? It's Jeff, Jen, Fritch, and Tim at Q102. How are you? <laughs> I love you guys, man. I'm good. How you guys doing? <laughs> We're hanging in there. Thank you for taking the call. Would you have a couple minutes to come on the radio with us? Yeah, sure. What's going on? We got a phone call from a big fan of yours. She saw you a couple of weeks ago and hasn't seen you since and was hoping maybe you guys could reconnect, uh, hopefully. Is this the second date update thing? It is a second date update thing, Brandon. Oh, man. I've I've listened to these, and I'm embarrassed that I'm on this, but <laughs> I, I'll tell you right now, I know what you guys are calling about because I really haven't been on any other dates. Uh, you want to know what she said about you first, real quick? I, I guess so. <laughs> just just that you were a super nice guy. She really enjoyed her company with you. She thought the dinner was great. Uh, she loved the conversation you guys had and really is just perplexed at what could have possibly caused you to not call her again. What happened? Oh, man. Well, now I feel kind of bad about doing this. I didn't. I mean, I don't really want to bash her who she is as a person, uh, but that's nice that she said that about me. But I, 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 I don't know. I thought at first she was awesome. We were getting along well. And I, I don't know. I think Alicia's issue is that she's just sort of like a rude person. And what? I don't even think she knows she's being rude. Wow, we did not get that from the call at all. Mm-hmm. Can, can you give us an example? Yeah, well, the thing that got me is we were talking about our friends. And I have a couple of gay friends who are awesome dudes, and she was talking about her gay best friend, and she kept, I mean, I hate saying this on the radio, she kept referring to him as, uh, the word she used was fatty. She was like, oh, my fatty friend. Oh, he's such a little fatty. Hmm. And I was like, whoa, okay. Now I'm feeling uncomfortable. Uh, I thought that was your best friend. I guess maybe that's how they refer to each other. I don't know. I kind of blew it off, but it it was weird, Yeah, you know? Anyway, later in the meal, she was talking about snowflakes and talking about how she loves getting into Facebook rants with these people who don't agree with her on stuff. And that was a big thing. She was talking about how she just blocks dumb snowflakes that don't agree with her opinions. And I was kind of like, all right, this is, I think you're a rude person. I think <laughs> if this went any further, who knows what she would say about me. And you didn't call her out on any of this stuff. I didn't. I sort of like kind of laughed and nodded and then would be like, wow, that was interesting. And I just, I don't know. It didn't strike me as, I thought she was rude, ultimately. I could see how you didn't want to say anything, because if she's one of those people that instigates fights on Facebook, I would not want to instigate a fight with her. I'd You're just be like, just all right, let's just finish yeah. my food. It's Avoiding good food. Avoiding the confrontation. Let's yeah. Let's ask Alicia about it. Alicia's on the line with us right now. Alicia, what's your reaction to what Brandon's saying? Uh, my reaction would be, what do you mean? Because I'm not rude. I'm just being honest. This is the kind of thing that pisses me off all the time. I'm not allowed to be who I am in my life because people can't take it. Well, where is that line, Alicia, between being honest and just kind of being rude or mean, disrespectful? I'm not. I'm just speaking how I ref- like speak. That's how I speak, and that's how I talk, and that's how I feel, and that's what I think. So, I don't know. I just, you always meet people who are kind of rude in in real life, 
and they always start their sentences with stuff like, I was just being honest. I'm just telling it like it is. And it's kind of a fine line between being rude and, quote, unquote, being honest, as Alicia said. Yeah. And it's just, I just think she's, I think you're rude. I'm you sorry. You feel like she crossed the line? Yeah, I do. So I apologize that it wasn't right, what she whatever. thought it was. At least I don't know what else you, to say. You could have at least tried to cross a line and, like, disagree with somebody for a second and be like, hey, I don't like what you're saying, but apparently you're not man enough for that. Wow. Right. See, this is the kind of stuff that I knew would start happening. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I will say, in uh, group outings, uh, being the person who doesn't agree with everyone else, and this is different than a dating situation. This is just being out with friends. Just being out with friends, and maybe three out of five people feel the same way, and you're the one that doesn't. But it's an open conversation, and you're like, well, if everyone's saying what they think, I'll say what I think. And then all of a sudden, freaking awkward... People yeah. are pissed, and you're, and I'm like, well, everyone else was saying what they thought. Why can't I say what I think? <laughs> so it's you, Tim. <laughs> Usually, but I also know people. So now in these yeah. situations, I sit there and I don't say bleep. So you just and hold so it I kind of understand where she's coming from. We're like, I just want to say what I say. You're allowed to. You be don't honest. like it, tough. Sh- but I also know people that are just rude all the time, and then say like, well, I'm being honest. And it's like, you know yeah. what, you don't always have to bleeping be honest, you know, <laughs> yes. fake it sometimes to be a nice person. Correct. Is there a way to be honest and still be respectful? And a nice person? It, it, well, no. Yeah. <laughs> I try my darndest. <laughs> All right. So no chance of a second date then, huh? These two clearly not a match. He's not straightforward. Not for me, nope. sorry. Yeah. All right. Well. Brandon, we do appreciate your honesty. For sure. Even if it's two weeks later. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. uh, Thanks. I love the show, guys. We appreciate that. And Alicia, we appreciate you putting yourself out there. Good luck to you, and thanks for coming on Second Date Update. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, does it it have to be one or the other? No. I think you can. I think you could pull it off. I try to live by this motto, love first, act second. So whenever I find myself wanting to be rude... I'm like, love, 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 love. Okay, now what would love say? I love that. What would love do here? What would love say? Is there a loving way to deliver this? And I, you know, most of the time can figure it out. Right. If you need us to do a second date update call for you, all you have to do is send us an email, Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.